Hi, I'm Aldias in Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason, so this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Tony Robbins, day two, day one. So today we're going to start talking a little bit about identity. What is an identity? I have my sister here and she's ready to start rolling. Hi everybody. I first had a question for you. Does your past equal your future? What do you think about that? Well, I think everyone has heard, well, at least in Sweden we have this old saying that it's hard to teach an old dog to sit. Yes. I don't feel like an old dog, but I really understand now that it is possible for a person to change. If I look back on where I was like a year and a half ago, that is not the same person that I am today. I've grown, I've evolved, I've learned so much about myself and others. So I truly, truly believe that you can teach an old dog how to sit. But it's not easy. I mean, I don't think ever that personal growth comes easy. It always comes with a price. Yeah, I think that definitely, I mean, we we learn from the past, but it does not define our future. The future can be whatever you want it to be. So we can learn, we can evolve, and hopefully we'll grow from the situations that we encounter. Albert Einstein said, the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. So Tony Robbins said how important it is for us to take control of our minds. Yeah, and he had a good example. He said that if you talk to someone that has stopped smoking, they will say, oh, I haven't smoked for like 15 days, 30 days, three months, one year. But he said, if you keep counting the days you stopped smoking, it's because you can tell someone that, oh, I stopped smoking for 356 days. But in their mind, They keep counting days because they don't have the conviction that they can actually do it for like forever. So if you have the conviction and you've decided, there's no point in in counting days because you won't get back into that habit. You will create a new one. Something that I thought about a lot is uh, when, especially relationships, and I think that part of why it's so incredibly painful is that we're so used to thinking about the other person and we are so used that our worlds are combined, that we do things together and things that we see around ourselves remind us of the person or things like that. But in order to move forward, you really have to change the way you're thinking. You have to think differently. You have to start thinking about yourself. You have to start thinking about the future and not just linger on the past. And uh, that's the way also to move forward. I agree with that. But it's so hard when you grown up like me. I grew up in the church and I learned from young age that my destiny is to be mom. 
I need to get married, I need to have a big family and hold on to the rod of iron and then be sealed in the temple and then be a good mom and come back to Heavenly Father. That's it. And I felt trapped in that vision. And I guess when I got married and I had my first child and then number two came and then number three came, I stopped seeing myself as me. My identity stopped existing. And I saw myself as a wife and I saw myself as a mother. And that was all I saw myself as. And that was all I lived for. I lived for my husband and I lived for my children. But I stopped living for me. I felt egocentrical when I thought about doing things just for me. And I lost track of what I liked, what I loved, what made me happy. And I became comfortable in the life I had. I didn't have any challenges. Everything was mellow. I was content, but I wasn't happy because there was so much lacking and I didn't see it because I was right in it. And now that I've taken a couple of steps back from it and I can look back, I see where I erred and the only one I can change is me. I see where I lost my ability to communicate with my ex-husband and that is something that I've been working really hard on, finding me and not feeling guilty, not feeling sad or feeling like my ego is talking when I do things for me, things that make me happy, things that give me energy, things that I'm passionate about. Because in the end, we were supposed to do missionary works and we're supposed to do bring other souls back to Heavenly Father. But in order for me to do that, I need to be able to get back. I need to be able to stand before Him and say that I did the best with my life, that I was the best person that I could be, and that I mattered for me, and that I loved me. And that realization, it's not about the ego. I can still care and be passionate about other people. It's just that I can't lose me. I can't neglect me. I need to matter to me. And that has been the hardest part for me this year to, to start implementing, to set boundaries and to figure out how to love me and be kind to me. It's so easy to judge myself harshly and be kind to other people, but I should prioritize myself first. And if I'm happy, then I can spread the light and shine so that other people can see it and look to me and get uplifted by being with me. Yeah, I totally agree. I was thinking about something that you said. In the church, we have an identity. An identity is created for us that we are mothers. But I wanted to go a little bit before that, before in the beginning, what we were before and uh, where we're going to be after this life. And I wanted to combine that with our vision. And then something that has brought me hope is the thought of being a loved, eternal being, a daughter of heavenly parents, a daughter of gods and uh, I think that's something that we need to remember we can't be so hard on ourselves and it's actually our vision our goal is to get back to that but returning to not being so hard on yourself I just wanted to talk about the visual cycle when you keep beating yourself up over things that has happened and the only thing it does is that it brings yourself down, it decreases your energy, and it becomes a trap. It's a down 
cycling spiral and uh, you're stuck in the same kind of mindset and it just like keeps digging a hole under you that just gets deeper and deeper. It's like I said, when you have, what do you call it, a bruise? Yeah. When you have a bruise and you keep touching it to see if it's still hurting, or when you keep repeating in your mind the mistakes that you've done and just not like learning from them, but just like revisiting them over and over. And when you look yourself in the mirror and when you put yourself down, when you see all your flaws, then maybe, maybe just maybe we should think about ourselves as heavenly daughters, heavenly sons, um, envision what we actually can become. And the vision is something that you need to have in your life to become happy gratitude and a vision yeah i just want to clarify that the church didn't tell me to be a good mom my dad had those views and since he was the leader in the church that's what i grew up with so i'm not saying that in the church when i grew up that you had to focus on being a mom but that was pretty much my dad's view so that's what i was brought up with as closure for this day i'd just like to say that it's been so rewarding this year I, starting this pod and starting analyzing myself, seeing myself doing things that is uncomfortable, but doing things that actually make me happy. It makes me feel proud of myself. And I've never said that. I kind of get emotional now, but it's been so easy to be proud of everyone else and just see the faults in me. So to stand here and to say that I'm actually proud of the person that I'm becoming and that I'm looking forward to the second coming of Christ because I think I'm on the right path and on the right track. I'm not there yet, but every day, if I take another step in the right direction and I do something to matter to me and to others, then I think that even one step a day can make a difference. And so it's so important that we have a correct vision of ourselves. Who are we? And make a decision on who you want to become. Visualize yourself as the optimal person that you want to become. And keep that as a guiding light. Because if you have a negative identity in your head, that will sabotage for you. Because you will live a life with what your brain thinks that you are. So make sure that you see yourself as you are. A daughter of God. Or a son of God. But just to get back to my little now addiction... I started watching a show called Vincenzo. It's about a mafia, Torbido, like he kills people. He's not nice, but he's got a code of honor. And I was sitting watching this show and I started thinking to myself, what would Vincenzo do? And I was like, what did I just think? I mean, seriously, Jesus Christ has been the guiding light in my life. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, what would Vincenzo do? But I realized that everyone needs good and evil. Everyone is good or bad. We're all, as a human or a soul, we have good or bad in us. And as good as Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother and Jesus Christ are, I wanted to have a role model that was bad but still had a sense of heart. And so I'm trying to be such a good person, but sometimes I just need a little oomph in myself. I need to stand up for myself and I need to say what I think. And so those are the times that I will ask myself, what will Vincenzo do? In the next episode, we will continue to talk about identity.
And it's important that you really get to know who you are and identify the beliefs that you have regarding yourself. And in the next episode, we'll talk a little bit about how you can change the state you're in and how that can help you to evolve and grow. Until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as MP3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.